This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Welcome to the Legacy Leaders Podcast. Are you doing the best for your client to help them create their legacy? Are you creating a plan that goes far beyond finances to help people ensure that it becomes the driving force behind all decisions? On this podcast, hosts Katie Beth Hand and Stan Miller will help you with growing your practice and your clients' peace of mind. Together, they bring the best and brightest minds to share with you how to help your clients develop their best legacy. And now, here are your hosts, Katie Beth and Stan. Hi, welcome to the Legacy Leaders Podcast. I'm your host, Stan Miller. Our guest today is Tom Schwab. Tom's an entrepreneur, an author, and a podcast interview marketing pioneer. So, um, welcome aboard today. Stan, thank you so much for having me. Tom, it's, it's great to get to know you. I'm, I'm really fascinated by what you do, and I want to get into that. But before we get into that, I want you to spend a little bit of time just telling us about you, about your background, because I, I know there's a, there, there's a pretty good story there. Well, and uh, there's always a good story when you got this much gray hair, right? So, Throughout life, I've learned that, you know, what's ordinary to you is amazing to others. And it, it's been my life too. So I, I grew up in the Midwest and by the grace of God and a clerical error, I got into the U.S. Naval Academy. So anybody who's a taxpayer, thanks for paying for my education. I was a engineer, ran nuclear power plants, worked in corporate, an entrepreneur. And like I said, the one thing that always struck me is that what's ordinary to you is amazing to others. And today it's easier than ever to share that with people, right? And we do it on podcast interviews. That's how we help people do it. And it's an amazing medium that really allows you to not just break through the noise, but get heard by the people you want to. How did you discover that to be true? It's one of those things I can point to the time that I thought that it really struck me. So I was on an aircraft carrier, right? And when somebody hears that, the first thing they say is, do you watch the aircraft? right? Do you watch the planes take off and land? And that was a joke because you could always tell somebody that was new because they would go up the, whatever it is, 10 flights of ladders, stairs to watch the planes. And after a couple of days, you're just like, man, that's a long haul, right? And so you would just go to, you know, it became normal in about two days. And as I went on with life, I, I thought with so many things where you'd be talking to somebody and they're like, wow, how do you do that? And it's like, well, it's just normal to me. But we're all amazed by other people. You know, it's like the person that can do the fourth grade math is amazing to the person that's trying to figure out second grade math. And it, what's great about it is that we can all help each other, right? That what I have learned throughout my life, through the errors, through the, the hard lessons, it wasn't just for me. It's to help someone else with it. And, you know, I used to, I used to say, well, who can I share it with? Here, I live in Kalamazoo, Michigan, right? We were socially distanced before it was, um, before it was normal. But now with technology, it's so easy to connect with people. You know, I'm in Michigan, you're in Arkansas, but we can still have this conversation and people can listen to it throughout time, right? No matter where they are. Yeah, I know what you do is uh, is 
you're in the business of helping people develop their podcast and and use it as a marketing, a practice development, business development tool, right? Um, you know, podcasts haven't always been popular, but you've been at this a while. So I think what you know when we were talking before before we began recording here, I think you you were really making the point to me that this is really about connecting in a conversation, right? I mean, it's really it, it really reduces down to that, right? And it does. And early on, you know, podcasts have been around 20 years right now. We, we've been around nine. And for the first few years, I'd give my elevator pitch and people would go, what's a podcast, right? And it's really not about the podcast itself, right? That's just the medium. And I think it's so powerful, uh, you know, to grow your business being heard by your ideal customers. And, you know, 20 years ago, that used to be guest blogging. Right to tap into somebody's audience. If you go back, probably you know, forty years ago, it was you know speaking at the Kiwanis Club or the the Rotary Club. And while it was effective, today it's even easier because you don't have to travel any place. You can do it over time. You know, if somebody was sick that day that you were uh, talking at the Kiwanis Club, they weren't going to hear you. Whereas here with podcast interviews, they can hear you when and where they want. So it's really just a new medium to connect with people. So I don't want you to give away all your secrets today. I'm not, I'm not going to, uh, that, that wouldn't be fair, but I know that you, you wrote a book called One Conversation Away. And I think in that book, you do share some thoughts about how, how, how to do podcasting properly. So could, could we get just a, like an, an abbreviated book report about what yeah. we would learn if we had that book, which by the way, I think is available, right? It's available on your website and we'll make sure we have that you know, at the end, I'll make sure we put the, the you know, the web address and in, in the show notes. But what, what would we learn, you know, in, in summary, if we read uh, your book, One Conversation Away? Yeah, and I appreciate you. You mentioned it. I'll, you know, if you stay to the end, you get a free book. It's really, there's no secrets, right? What we're doing is not magic. It's not a secret. It's just a system. And it's a system that we've learned over the last nine years. And we share like why you would do podcast interviews, right? Should I be a guest or should I be a host? There is a difference on on which which strategy you take. It's also what podcast should I be on, right? How do you pick those podcasts? You know, not everyone is perfect for you. And then there's the question of how do I get invited on a podcast? Once again, it's it's not a magic script that you send this email to a million people. No, it's connecting with that host, having the conversation. How do you prepare for the podcast interview? And then how do you have a great conversation? And by great, I mean something that gives value to the audience, something that gives value to the host, something that drives value to you. And then finally, how do you help people, right? How do you not just have a random discussion, but how do you help them for the next steps? How do you move them from being just a passive listener to an active visitor back to your site? And then ultimately, you know, an engaged leader or customer, right? It's it's not magic. It's not art. It's really just a system. And I openly share it um, because I've learned it. I didn't, I didn't, you know, discover it. It was just all the clients we've had over the years. You know, I learned something from each one of them and they taught me and I'm teaching other people. So tell me a little bit about your process. How do you go about doing this with your clients? Yeah. So really it's odd. Do they have uh, something that is a relationship sale, right? So if you're just selling a, a $5 widget, nobody needs to know who you are. It's not a relationship, right? Um, and those you can sell through a 
funnel and you can sell it through you know, Facebook or whatever it is. But if you're doing a relationship sale, it's going to take a conversation, right? And so we talk with people and we first bring them on and say, why are you doing this, right? What's the goal, right? Just being on a podcast interview is not the goal. It's what are you trying to accomplish? And then the next one is who do you want to talk to, right? Because that's important. Not everybody in the world wants to hear you or you want to hear them. What kinds of things could you you talk about? So we prepare our clients for that. And most of our clients are you know, high-level coaches, high-level consultants, professionals that know their content. They may even be media trained, but there's differences with podcasts. So we work with them on that, and then we help them with every interview to prepare for it. And you know, the best copywriters you will ever find are your customers, right? And I can remember early on, a client of ours said, I love working with Interview Valet because you let me be the guest and you take care of the rest. And I'm like, Oh, that's good. I'm going to take that. You know, another one said Sinatra only sang. I'm like, what's that mean? He's like, well, Sinatra's hardworking. He was a smart guy. He could have done it all, but he surrounded himself with people that freed him up so he could just sing. sing. And that's really what we're doing. Yeah. I've, I've heard, you know, I've heard somebody told me once that Sinatra did not move pianos. He was a hard worker. I'm sure he could have, but he was smart sure enough to, to realize that that was not his job. Yeah. So you work with clients to help them figure out what their message is, who their target audience is, and then and then coach them through the mechanics of how to actually actually do this in a way that makes it effective. That's what I'm hearing, right? Correct. And it sounds like it, is this an ongoing relationship you have with your your clients? So you're you, you know, they're they're doing the uh, they're doing the interview and you're doing the rest. Is that is that what I understand? Yes, and for some clients, like if they're doing a a book launch. Maybe they'll only work with us for three months, right? Just to get those interviews out, call it a podcast book tour, right? They All the podcasts drop, they hit a list. Most of them are working with us, you know, for ongoing. We've got clients that have been with us for years and years, right? And because they know they have to build the brand and that continual exposure and we're finding the podcast, we've got the relationships with the hosts so that we can introduce them. So without, I'm not asking to share names or confidential information, but can you share with me in just a general sense, you know, maybe one or two success stories where podcasts have been have proven to be a really powerful, effective way to accomplish your, your client's objective? Yeah. And let me give you one. It was a professional, right? He's a CPA. He's a, um, a tax consultant. And he came to us and he had the weirdest request. He said, I want to find 50 new clients in 50 new states, and I don't want any of them to be in the same industry. And I'm like, this sounds like throwing a dart at a dartboard. And Stan, the backstory is, is that he was almost wiped out because he was in Long Island and everybody was brick and mortar during the last recession in 2008. So he's like, I want to totally diversify. So we started to go out into different podcasts and about four months in, we looked at the data and we're like, this podcast with the dentist, right? You were awesome on that. And he's like, yeah, I got a few clients from that one already. And he's like, I love dentists, right? They're recession proof. They're professionals. They've got good cash flow. And I'm like, well, they clearly love you too. So for the next five months, all we did was dental podcasts and so much so that the CPA started a podcast of his own that was focused on dentists and the business side of it to help his current clients out. So in his mar market there, he was able to use it as market research, 
right? And the market told him what worked well, and he built his entire business out of that. And at the end of that five or six months of doing dental podcasts, he had all these recordings. So he had all of this content and he was able to take that to someone and say, hey, could you make more content for me? And I remember he actually, uh, we talked about this and he found a intern, a journalism intern at a local college and he hired them for a semester and they made blogs out of it and they repurposed all the content. You know, you can get a month's worth of content out of every interview. So not only did he get business from it, he got the market research, but, you know, he had all his blogs and all his social media done there. Yes, that, you know, that that is true, right? So you do the interview and you can repurpose that in all kinds of different ways that, uh, yeah, in, including you can build books out of it, for example. You can. And it's um, yeah. unlike like a radio interview where if somebody didn't hear you, they never will, or maybe an, uh, a Facebook ad or pay-per-click or even, you know, uh, an article in a newspaper or a magazine. Most people are just throwing those away. So it's not evergreen content. And with podcasts, you know, we're recording this here in 2023. There's probably somebody listening to it for the first time in 2027, and it's still applicable to them. So it's sort of that evergreen content that's timely, but also timeless. So you wrote another book called uh, Podcast Guest Profits. Tell me how that fits into the model. Right. So those two books, one of them is sort of the tactics, the other one's the strategy behind it. And so Podcast Guest Profits was the first book, and it was sort of the the nuts and bolts of this is how you do it. And while it's important, I think it's the, you know, it was, I don't know, the prequel to One Conversation Away, which was really about why this is so important. You know, there's this um, marketing term now out there where people say, you're one funnel away, right? Oh, all you need to do is do a funnel, do these paid ads, all the rest of that. And Stan, I just scratch my head and thinking, nothing good in my life has ever come through a funnel, right? I did not meet my bride because I had this perfect funnel and I I did Facebook ads and paid marketing and the perfect person came out. No, the perfect person came from an introduction through conversations. And I think that's one of those things that is so important today in building a business, right? And there's a difference between chasing a transaction and getting that that sale and having a business, right? Because chasing a transaction is not the same thing as building a business. Building a business is that long-term customers, the referrals, your reputation you get out there. And I think that only comes from human interactions, right? As AI is taking off here, now we so often look and say, did they write that or was that was that chat GPT? You know, whereas if you hear us, right, if you hear a conversation, you know, that's 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 really Tom, right? He uh, he drops every G on ING, but that's how he talks. Yeah. So yeah, this is clearly not the, not an AI generated conversation they're uh, having here, right? So are there any, uh, you know, any, like if, if you and I were on a long plane ride, I said, tell me three secrets about, about podcasting that most people don't know. Uh, and maybe it's not, a, it may not be three, but what, what are the, you know, what are the myths or the, you know, the, the, the misconceptions that people have that, that we could dispel here? Yeah. And I think the first one is more is better and bigger is better, right? So some people are just like, I just need to get on more and more shows, right? Or I need to get on bigger and bigger shows. No, more is not better. Bigger is not better. Better is better, right? So from that standpoint, find the shows that your ideal customers are listening to. Have a better conversation there, 
right? And it's more quality than just quantity. So I think that's one myth. The second myth out there is when people tell you, oh, you've got to have a podcast, right? My hat goes off to you, Stan, right? Having a podcast, you know how much work it is, right? The dirty little secret is that 80% of podcasts die within the first 10 episodes. It, it's a lot of work. It's almost like when people want to be play for the NFL, right? I want to be paid millions of dollars to play for two hours on Sunday. They don't see all the work that goes into it. And so I always ask people, it's like, do you really want to do all that work? And there's a reason for it, right? It's a great way to nurture your current customers and nurture your current clients. But an easier way to do it or even get started to see if you like doing it is to be a guest, right? Leverage other people's audiences, right? That's the easy way to get started. So that's number two. The third thing, and I think a lot of people have a problem with this, is they'll say, I'm not an expert, right? What would I talk about? And a friend of mine that's a, a, an attorney he helped me with this, and I, I hope I get this right in front of you. He said the legal definition of an expert is someone that knows more by their training, their education, or their experience than the normal person. Right? Is that about right? Yeah, I've always thought an expert is some guy with a briefcase from fifty miles away. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. That was that's uh, somebody with an accent's got to be an expert. So right. if if you're, it's not you're not going on a podcast saying. I am the undisputed world-renowned expert, right? I don't know if those even exist, right? But I have expertise, right? If you've been doing your bit, your job for, you know, for years, right? If you're running your business, you're working harder in that than anyone else. You have expertise, you've got a viewpoint, and I think that's something that, uh, you know, you can share with the world, right? If you if you've raised kids, you've got expertise in parenting, right? And there's someone that you could help on there. And so really, it's one of those things where I, I think a lot of people will say, well, I'm an expert. I, um, I, don't, I don't like the sound of my voice. Well, you don't have to listen to your voice and you may not consider yourself an expert, but there's a lot of people you could help that do consider you an expert. So I know you mentioned this earlier, but I just want to recap this again. What is the profile of the typical client that you're able to do to add the most value to? Yeah. And that's a great question. So first one, it's based on a relationship sale. It's not a transaction. It's a relationship. They're dealing with a client that is more national than just geographical, right? So if everybody has to drive to your office, using national podcasts is going to be tough. But today, post-COVID, I think, you know, more and more people are are doing things virtually. So those those are the two biggest things. And then we focus just in three verticals, right? There's a lot of podcasts out there, but we're focusing in just the verticals of business, right? Which is by far our biggest one, health, nutrition, and wellness, and then faith and spirituality. And there's some crossover in all of those, mm -hmm. but those are the people that, that, that we're really helping and we're getting the best results from. Also the people that just, you know, they, they know they can help so many people and they feel like they're the best kept secret, right? Obscurity is their biggest problem and it doesn't need to be. Well, Tom, you're an inspiration. Uh, you, you got, you've gotten me, you renewed my enthusiasm for podcasting actually. So, uh, this is terrific. Any, any questions I didn't ask you that you'd like to, anything you'd like to say that I didn't prompt in, in my questions, I guess is what I'm asking. I guess just one of the things that came up as we were talking here is that, you know, we're all blessed to be a blessing, right? The lessons that we have learned through our life, through our education, from working with great clients, great mentors and stuff like that, they're not just for us, 
They're for other people. And I would just encourage you, you know, share what you know. And that could be as a podcast host. It could be a podcast guest. It could be as a mentor. It could be writing blogs if that's what you do. But I would just encourage people to do that. And, if, you know, if podcast guesting sounds like something that you might want to do, feel free to reach out to me. You know, you don't have to figure out which Tom Schwab in Kalamazoo, Michigan, I am. You know, if you just go back to interview valet with a v.com forward slash legacy i'll put all of my uh, contact information on my calendar and a free copy of that uh, of the books including a free copy of the book right so is correct it so uh, yep so uh yeah i, I didn't count on that but uh, i'm going to go there and, and get a free copy of your book myself and i'm going to send you a copy of my book as well so that's interview valet.com forward slash legacy legacy Got it. So we're going to put that in the show notes. And I would encourage anybody listening who thinks podcasting could be something that would add value to your business, your professional practice, you know, reach out to Tom. And so uh, let me say, Tom, I really appreciate the time today. It's been a it's been a pleasure connecting with you. And hopefully we'll meet up somewhere and we can continue this conversation. So thank you. So this has been the Legacy Leaders Podcast with your host, Stan Miller. Our guest today is Tom has been Tom Schwab. I'm grateful and I appreciate very much the time today, Tom. Thank you very much. Thank you, Stan. You've been listening to the Legacy Leaders Podcast with Katie Beth Hand and Stan Miller. For more information on them and the show, please visit PinnacleLegacyLaw.com. If you like what you've learned today, do share the program with your friends and subscribe wherever podcasts are found.